you play. You sure? Yep. Oh my goodness, my kids are singing. Oh well. <clears throat> Welcome to Nunch. <laughs> it's it's this week. Oh, I'm gonna try. Go for it. Welcome to No Instructions. I'm Josh. You got to do a little deeper if you're gonna do that kind of voice. Well, I can try a little <laughs> bit higher though. Welcome to No Instructions. I don't want to be I'm scary Bob. sounding. It's not scary. It's sultry. Mm. Welcome to No Instructions. I'm Bob and I'm Josh. And yours was perfectly fine. We can use yours if you want. I don't care one way or the other. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Uh, we're back. This is, is this the second time we've recorded this week? Uh, yeah, because we had to do a, <laughs> yeah. a hurry up. Yeah. Last week. Yep. Thanks, Brandon. Yep. Brandon's awesome. Yep. Uh, and this one, I don't know when it'll go out because Christmas. Uh, but we're going to record anyway so we can play with some Legos. Yeah. What you working on? I am putting literally the last, the actual last pieces <laughs> on the Scout Trooper sure. and the speeder bike. And then I'm going to start on this box that you just handed me. I did. My Christmas present. I'm going to show it up for all the people. This is the Lego Technic. Because Bob knows me well. The Lego <laughs> Technic uh, forklift. But you get to make a little Lego pallet. That's pretty funny. And some danger cargo. I'm not sure what that is, but. I'm pretty excited about that. So Danger Goo. Scout Trooper Speeder Bike. This thing is cool. It's time to move on to something else. What are you working on? I am still working on um, the three number one bags. Bag number <laughs> several ones. Several number ones. Of the Aston Martin. The James Bond Aston Martin. And I realized after as soon as we stopped recording last week, we were like, oh, we didn't talk about James Bond. Nope. We did. So we could oh, they're stomping above us. It's gonna be a loud one. We got extra kids here today. Um yeah, so we didn't. So we can talk about James Bond mm -hmm. if we want. Uh, we also have some pros and cons. We got a bunch of pros and cons. We have. I have a movie that I think maybe you've never seen, and if you have seen, then we need to talk about it. <clears throat> we got a movie that we're going to see tonight we that you haven't that. seen in a very long time. Yeah, yeah, lots of stuff to talk I about. Know. We'll start with that tonight. Tonight we're gonna go see at the theater. <laughs> we're gonna go see. Die Hard. Die Hard. I'm trying to remember the last time I saw Die Hard. And if I have seen it all the way through, which is a possibility that I haven't, mm -hmm. but if I have, it was probably on TV. Ooh. So, mm. yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe. I don't remember, honestly. Well, it's been... To prepare your good <clears throat> sensibilities, mm -hmm. um, there is no Mr. Falcons. There's no Cheese and Crepes. There's, there's, oh, oh, I, there's I bad it. words in this movie. Well, I don't know about it then. Yeah, there are people that say lots of naughty words and people that get shot and people that walk around on glass. Well, I know about all that stuff. Okay. I am looking forward to it, though. I mean, it'll be fun to, to see. Yeah. Get in the Christmas spirit. But you got to pay attention straight out of the gate, and this is where the fists on your toes things we talked about. Okay, yeah. So I told you this earlier, but I'll tell everybody else. Last night was one of my kids' birthdays, so we he wanted to go to a movie. So he wanted to go. We were going to go see the Spider-Verse. I was super excited about that. That's awesome. This is cool. That's super cool. Scout the, Trooper's done. Scout Trooper. Oh, and it's like a gun, so I'm going to try to shoot the, which camera? The big one or the uh, one? Shoot the Let's big try one. Shoot see the big if you can, camera. Let me see. Can you get it? Pew! Oh! First try. <laughs> it, like, blurred the camera. Man. 
That's pretty awesome. That's as accurate as a stormtrooper has ever been. Yep. Yep. Anyway, so he went to go to a movie. We're going to see Spider-Verse. I was excited. And then he changed to go see The Grinch. Which your kids were not happy about. Yeah, they all fought about it. It's his birthday, whatever he gets right. to pick. But so we went to dinner, um, had some Mexican. I got nice and full. And then it was the movie was at 725, which is about the time of night where my body starts to go, hey, remember how old you are? You should go to sleep. <laughs> and then and then like 30, 40 minutes later, after I sit still for a minute or I don't sit still, I wake back up and I'm like, good until midnight. But there's that time. If I sit down between seven and eight o'clock, I'm probably out. And so they want to go to this movie. We go to the new movie theater we got. It's got oh, recliners, it's got big seats, big squishy oh. seats. And we were, the only seats we could get were on the second row. Oh, so you had to prop up yeah, and back to see it. And there it was, was no still chance blurry. That, that was happening. I sat down and I made it maybe, maybe three minutes into the movie. Maybe out, totally gone. <laughs> and I woke up at the credits. I'm not exaggerating. Like I missed the entire thing, which is yep. fine. I don't care, but. That's happened a few times. That doesn't happen to me usually. Like, well, that happens to me frequently, especially if I go watch a movie with the kids. And Deacon is really like, into. Deacon's like, Dad, are you going to fall asleep? I'm like, well, buddy, you need to prepare yourself Probably. for that very occurrence. <laughs> the the Angry Birds movie. Um, mm. I went with my sister and I went with Deacon. And the same thing. We got there late, had to sit in the front. I'm like, oh, this. Yeah, you're out. You can go ahead and just get upset with me now. <laughs> go get some candy as a consolation because I'm not making it through this one. Yeah. So they they liked it. They said it was good. I missed it entirely. My kids liked it. These bags are not numbered. That's all right. It's gonna At be all? loud. Nope. Ooh. So your your set stole all the numbers. Like apparently, it's a, a misprint. Took everybody's bag one. Huh. Well, that's weird. All right. Um, yeah. So tonight we're gonna go see Die Hard, and I hope that I can stay awake. I should be able to stay awake. I think it will be a different situation yeah, entirely. That theater is not very comfortable. <laughs> uh, there's lots of guns and explosions. In the theater? Just kidding. I doubt they have surround sound. And it's a square uh, screen. So the aspect ratio is not the same as it is on a nice big like movie screen. Oh, really? It's yeah. like a four by three screen? Uh, I don't know. It's square. Whatever Like the means. old school TV? Yeah. Yeah. Because huh. we watched Home Alone 2 there last week. And, and you can see the Blu-ray, like it, before it starts, a little Blu-ray, little thingy that bounces around the screen <laughs> is there. <laughs> That's how they're playing the movies? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's kind of cheap. Which makes me think that we can, we, can we can sponsor a movie. We could pick the one movie that we've talked about, like, have you seen it? Have I seen it? Or ask for submissions to go, like, have a movie that people can find that legitimately neither of us have seen. And we'll sponsor wow. a showing of that probably terrible movie. Huh. Or we can do a Birdemic. Ooh. Showing a Birdemic. Sponsored by <laughs> I Like to Make Stuff. <laughs> That's a way to drive people off right there. And you still haven't seen it yet, right? I saw the YouTube, uh, the highlights, like the best of Birdemic mm. on YouTube. Oh. It is, it is terrible. It is completely terrible. You know what? I did something wrong here, mm -mm. I think. Or I did. I did something wrong. This whole side is off. Oh, wow. There should Sorry. be four. No, I'm I'm confused. 
Uh, well, is this a, this isn't a current set, is it? Yeah, it's just 2018. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. I'm surprised. Uh, so the movie that I was thinking about, um, how is this wrong? I'm super confused here. Did you look in bag one, subpart A? No, maybe that was the problem. Appendix D? Oh, it's so weird. All right, go ahead and dump your bag. All so. right, I got to dump this. Such a good sound. And this show should come out on Christmas Day. So hopefully hmm. there are many people listening that will get to dump their own Legos. That would be cool. Could just build the Legos right along. Ooh, what's that? Right along with us. Look at this thing. Oh, that's special. Is that the shaft for the, shaft. Uh, <laughs> for the, yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. It's been a long week. I was going to say day and then I changed it at the last <laughs> minute to say week. <laughs> month been hard of work. Making words. A month would have worked as well. Uh, yeah, it's been, <clears throat> it's been long. And so I'm having trouble with words. Um, yeah. So movie. We're gonna go see that one. The movie I thought of. The movie I thought of. Have you ever that seen? That I haven't seen. Yes. You may Allegedly. have. Ice Pirates. No. <laughs> First off, it's got pirates in it, so I'm yep. already turned off. Yeah. Uh, Ice Pirates. No. Ice Pirates. It's in space. Oh, didn't see that coming. Yeah. I was thinking minor league hockey team turned bank robbers. Oh no no no. no turned no, no. to the high seas. This is. A, I don't. I'm not even really sure how to describe Ice Pirates. I think Ice Pirates seems pretty self-explanatory. So if it goes anywhere away from ice or pirates, it is absolutely about pirates trying to steal ice in space. Oh, there's. Oh, I didn't. I didn't figure that. Ice is the commodity. Right. So mm. it's They're pillaging in, the ice. Yeah, yeah. Got and it. Robert Ulrich. Is that his name? I could be wrong. He was like an 80s uh, sitcom star type okay. guy. He is the main dude. He's the captain? The main pirate. Yeah, he may be a cat. I don't really remember any of the details. <clears throat> it's it's so bad. Ice pirates. So bad. And one time, because I, I watched it growing up a few times, and I had this friend named Brad, who I'm sure is not listening, but Brad, if you're listening, hey. hey. Brad! Uh, he's in New York. He's a film guy. New York? And he... Was just always like we would talk about movies all the time. He knows so much about movies, and I mentioned Ice Pirates one time. And at some point after that, I believe he gave me Ice Pirates on VHS because wow. that's about as far as you can get it. Like I don't think it's on that. DVD. So then I made Jenny watch Ice Pirates with me one time, and she just and she's super patient and will watch anything, you know, and just like go along with it. And she rolled her eyes the entire time. <laughs> It's so bad. But it's about these pirates who go around trying to take ice from people in space because water is the thing that nobody has, hmm. which I guess makes sense. They should remake Ice Pirates. So it's like the like opposite a, like of Waterworld. Kind of, yeah. It's Waterworld were dry pirates. Huh. Never really thought of it that way. I bet that's what the director he was like, of Waterworld watched Ice Pirates. <laughs> like, we're going to do the opposite movie. like, hmm. Huh. Could could be. Hmm. Most expensive movie ever made of all time. Just, <sighs> just do the opposite of a really crappy movie. It's the perfect equation. Terrible movie. Yeah. Well, if, you, if you do the opposite, it'll be best movie. Shebang. Huh. So, the opposite of Birdemic. <laughs> 
is is instead of the birds exploding the people people explode to kill birds to save birds ooh okay now we're on to something yeah that's this is there's a screenplay happening right now yep there's already been like uh what was that movie that Al Gore did an inconvenient a more inconvenient truth that movie did right so now it's just all the people coming to the conclusion or some AI type thing that okay. inevitably says that humans are the problem. Right. And that we are causing the extinction of these beautiful birds. Okay. And so it sends us a signal to your phone and then you explode. Okay. All right. All right. So it, it's all about try. There's some giant computer that's tracking your carbon emissions. Every single person. Ooh. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if you hit that level where you are creating too much waste in the world. Maybe it's not carbon. It's, mm-hmm. you know, some sort of waste. You get blown up mm-hmm. via your phone. But you can't leave your phone because it ties you to something that you have to have. It's like the social score they're doing in China, <clears throat> but instead of the social, it'll be your pollution. Eco score. Ooh. This is happening. <laughs> okay. This so, is the Kentucky Accord <laughs> that we're making now. Forget <laughs> Paris. Okay. So you ha- why do you have to have your phone? You have to have the tracking device. There's got to be a reason that you have to have it so that you can't just like leave it at home and then go be, you hmm. know, ecologically bad. Hmm. Okay. We control, we, we cause another stock market slash bank crisis. Okay. To where. Wait, is, this, the, is this still the movie or is this like a plan? This is the, this is the movie. <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> right we're around the boardroom. I thought we were And we're scheming. answering this. This is happening during the, the pre-movie uh, credits. Just like in Die Hard, when there's key elements happening while people's names are on the screen. I got you. So we're on the boardroom, and you're answer, you're asking me that question. And so to prove how powerful we are, we go, oh, we'll just break the banks, and we'll break the dollar. So that instead of your wallet or your purse that is kept on you, no matter where you go, you just use your phone. Because it's already happening. Right. Yeah. And we'll just make it easier for people just to want to pay digitally okay or you don't need your id or your driver's license all that stuff is an app it's so easy right. so let's incite a little bit of horror and then just entice people to do something that they're pretty much willing to do mostly already right and they go guys we figured out a solution the past is the past the future is now and they go okie dokie and so that's in place for a few years we give people phones go look man just have this phone Right. So that's in place. Everybody gets used to it. All the paper stuff goes away. So you're reliant on that. And we pan to the one guy who's surrounded by all the blinky buttons in the room. And this is the computer. (laughs) And it has a quirky name. Okay. It's it's Miles, the computer system. (laughs) Miles. Okay. No, it's got to have like an eco-related name. The Millennial Infiltrating Language uh, Ecosystem Computer. Now it's Mileska. Mileska. Okay. So. That's getting good. Yeah. So you've got the, you've got the device. You have to have the device to, to kind of survive in the world. Yep. If your eco footprint is too big, you get exploded Mm -hmm. from your phone as a way to save the earth around us. Specifically the birds. The birds. And we just don't care about the rest of the animals. So while we're doing all this, and we're inevitably getting rich from our app. Right. Because this is an 80s movie, and we've got our fancy suits with our shoulder pads, and we're just raking in dough. Yeah. And the whole time, there's a nerdy scientist who's like, but the birds. You guys are not understanding what you're doing to the birds. And then he and his group of eco-terrorists 
reprogram Mile C. Beep, oh, boop, beep, boop, beep. okay. So this is with oh, a parrot gotcha. on their shoulder. Right. Okay, a robo parrot. Robo parrot, obviously. Why not? <laughs> that has quippy one-liners and who is voiced by Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And well, so they repro yeah. while they while bumbling nose, guy. Yeah. Okay. Bumbling guy goes and gets something salty instead of something sugary. Okay. At the vending machine, they mm -hmm. reprogram him, and that's how it starts. Okay. We're raking in the dough, and we don't understand why all the people are blowing up and they're blaming us. Okay. All right. So it turns out we figure out what's happening, and okay. we're, we're seeing like, oh, no, this is our fault. Like, we, we were trying to do good. What did we do? What did we do? We have to stop this. We and are so, the problem. So you start out the movie, we are making billions and billions of dollars on this app, right? And then we get a conscience about it, and we realize that we have to give it all away to save humanity. We have to get rid of all of our stuff to break the system. We're going to lose everything. That doesn't everything. sound good to one of us. This is an 80s movie. <laughs> but, I mean, like, we became the villains, mm -hmm. right? In inadvertently. Right. So now we have to turn it around and become the heroes, which means you got you to sacrifice some stuff. But I think to have a proper story arc, one of them is drunk with power while the other Ooh. one is good. Okay. And then they go, Bob, I'm sorry to tell you but you're not on the board anymore. And then the, the henchmen grab you <laughs> and pull you away from, and you're okay. like, no, but the bird, the bird. <laughs> All right, I like it. So I get to be the good guy. Yep. Cool, sweet. And then I just like pound my fist on the table and go, this never happened. And then boom, opening opening title thing. And then it shows, okay, oh, so that's all pre-credits. Dem Burdick. <laughs> People Demick. <laughs> Ooh, that's better. People demic. I like there that. There you go. Phone demic. That's it. Mm. Okay. So that's all pre credits? That's a lot. That's a long pre credit scene. So maybe the credits are like halfway through the Seeing movie. Seeing how me and you were the only people in this movie. It's just our names a whole bunch of times. I get to be the key grip. Written though. and directed by. Also produced by. You could be the best boy. <laughs> all right. So. We, we got to work on our sets here. So I haven't touched these Legos. <laughs> so while we're, the credits roll, or the, the titles roll, then it's me out in the wilderness because I've lost everything. I've been stripped of my fortune, oh. right? You can't, you can't show up yet. You have to be the sage one that people go to, and they figure it out. They're like, it was you. You were there. You knew all about the thing. So it's got to have some, some quirky or derpy guy, the girl... And then they kind of like, what's happening with Some all kids. the birds? They're young sure. kids. Okay. Right. okay. They have a kid or a dog that can talk. I'm not sure yet. <laughs> no, it needs to be two teenage okay. kids. Like that's, and then they they're trying to on. figure out. They're at summer camp. Okay. And they're right. trying to science summer camp. Right. They're trying to figure out why all the birds are dead. And none of the, the counselors care. <laughs> like they're too <laughs> consumed in their own drama. And they're so, on their phones. Ooh, even better. They're, They're like, whatever. Face down on their phones. This is an, an analogy yep. for technology-driven generation <laughs> that we're in. And so they're like, but the birds are dying. And then they go, well, maybe we should go to NASA headquarters or something. And then they're like, get out of here, you kids. Everything is fine, see? And then they slam the door. And then eventually they find you, like, in a cabin in the woods. So I'm all Luke Skywalkered up. Like, with your scruffy beard. Okay. And then it opens the door, and then you've got the wall full of, like, pictures and the string. The crazy wall. Crazy string connecting yeah. with all the push pins. And they're like, we knew it. 
it was the birds that were dying. And you're like, you've seen the birds? I'm like, yes, mister, we did see the birds. And you, then, you don't get to write the script. but the th- <laughs> <laughs> It's in rewrites. Yeah. And then the three of you, the band of do-gooders, okay. try to go back to Miles C. We have to find it. That's, is that when it's, you implant the the explosion device? Yeah, yeah. Okay, then so you become to, the eco-terrorist. Right. Wow. So that's good because you were the hero, and in some circles you can kind of maybe become the villain depending on, this is a really good Oh, movie. wow. Yeah, you're like on both sides of it at that point. We're going to get Oscars for different things. <laughs> you're the enemy of the... You can direct and I'll produce. Okay. We can you get be all the, the star Oscars. and I'll be the co-star? <laughs> I mean, you're the villain. So I'd be supporting actor. We're co-starring. You're best actor. I'm best supporting actor. You win best director. <laughs> it'll win best film. So I'll get that as the producer. Yeah. We'll get John Williams to do the score. And that's a shoe in for an Oscar. <laughs> Dude, we're going to be rich. <laughs> we're going to need everyone listening to this podcast to sign a non-disclosure agreement. That's right. Nobody can take this idea as tempting as that would be. Or you can become an extra for very, very little pay. Mm, that sounds good. Okay, so how how do I so we, somehow there's a me and the two kids find the secret layer. Mm-hmm. Who who wrote Miles? Uh, we did together when we were in college. Oh, okay, so you hit it. So after you it, no, it's, me it's out. A, you kind of know where it is, but it's under lock and key. Oh, okay. So then it turns into a heist movie. Yep, we got to sneak in, mm-hmm. and then I'll I'll put the brain of Miles at the end of an obnoxiously long. Um, like catwalk on top of the tallest radar tower on the planet. Sweet. Like Rogue One. Sounds good. But we're good. not going to say it's like Rogue One. <laughs> it's, yeah. <laughs> okay. And so somehow we get up there. Mm-hmm. And then to save everybody, what all has to be undone at that point? We got to we gotta bust out the whole phone system where everybody's... That's pretty much it. If you kill Miles, then nobody can die. But also everybody's free from their phone addiction tie-in thing, right? The birds mm. are still screwed, but... You know. Are you intending to blow the people up, or was that an accident? I didn't blow the people up. Well, no, when you reprogram mine. No, 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 that's a different group. I thought that was your group. No, I'm there to stop it all. So there's... So we created Miles. Oh, you're there to save the day. We It turned into something we didn't think it was going to turn into. Right. The eco-warriors came in and like, we're going to reprogram it to kill people. Right. And then we're like, oh no, this is wrong. And you're like, nope, we're going to make a billion dollars. You're out, Bob. I'm out. So then I'm in the woods like, I don't know what to do. Do I have to call you back and go, I need your help? Ooh. Oh, you're okay. That's good. Because you wrote it, but so, I capitalized on it. Right. Because so, I'm the business type and you're... you're I'm Steve Jobs, and you're Waz. Okay. And you're the only one that knows how to fix it. I can sell it, and I can get everybody to buy the billions of them. Okay. Raking in the dough, but you're the real brains behind it. Okay, so I meet the kids. We right. go, we try to attack, to break in. We get to Miles. Perfect. We almost make it. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is the end of the movie. Wait. Miles has been moved. Not dun, there. Dun, dun. Not there at all. And so then we're, like, downtrodden. We go back to the cabin. We're hanging out. And then I get a call from you. I was wrong. we got to fix this. For the birds. My brother uses his phone too much. <laughs> he he drives a F one fifty Raptor. His footprint is too big. He's gonna die. I need your Which help. Means bird. <laughs> so we work together to find Miles because the eco terrorists took over Miles. He's gone mobile. Yeah. Ooh, he's in the internet. <laughs> I was thinking he was in our hearts the whole time, but that'll work too. 
Okay. So then we somehow track him down. It mm -hmm. takes both of our skills and some annoying teenager kids. To turn the key? Two keys, right? Two keys. Okay. That's that's baller. Um, or two f eye prints, like our eye, eye retina scan well, then, then if there's a, a retina scanner in a movie, somebody's eyeball better get plucked out. Well, that's true. Maybe I'm we scared of that. that. Okay. Two keys. Keys are cool. Turns out that there's two keys. There and you are keys from our college dorm. Ooh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you, it, it look like they're regular keys, and we get in a bad situation, and we're like, to the teenagers, we're like, take the two keys. It's two of you. Just go do, do it. Do we get crushed by a girder or something, and well, we have to pass it right. on to the next so we generation? Well, we do, but they go to a tournament, it doesn't work. Ooh. And then it turns out that our thumbprints are embedded in the keys, and we actually have to be turning the keys. We have to work together, regardless of our differences in the past. We drag our bodies. <laughs> our legs don't work, so we're dragging then, ourselves to it. And then I'm like, I can't. I can't go on. And then you're like, well, you have to. And then you have to buddy drag me to the thing. I have to cut your legs off oh. so that you can drag yourself the rest of the way. No, we'll skip that part. Uh, that's in the director's cut. So, <laughs> Deleted scene. So we get there. We turn the key. Miles putters out. No big explosion. In a very <laughs> like, underwhelming way. And it it's just goes, like, what's the shutdown sound? <laughs> yeah, it just goes out. And then everybody's free. Nobody's phones work anymore. Right. And they get mad. And then they look up at each other and they go, <laughs> I didn't know you were standing there. Hey. <laughs> we haven't talked in so long. when they do that, and then they look up and they see the birds. And it turns out, the turns birds. out that so beautiful, the there birds. were so many phones that the radio interference from the phones were actually stopping the birds from flying around. And now that it's all gone, the birds come out and they fly. Beautiful, beautiful birds. shots. The end. Well done, sir. <laughs> all right. So I was, I was in cool. It. That's good. I was intrigued by what was going on. I, I hope this recording works so we can go back and listen to our idea. Word. <laughs> I hope that there is someone on Christmas Day. Uh, I actually I don't hope. I w if someone on Christmas Day is so bored and they have the magical animated skills oh, to man. turn that into a movie, that would be. I amazing. would pay them money for that. Yep. That would be pretty incredible. Wow. I wouldn't expect that. No. <laughs> but it would be pretty incredible. All right. Who do we know in Hollywood? <laughs> oh, I put it on too early. Another piece. Oh, yeah. Legos. Yeah. There were, there's stuff here that we were starting to do. <laughs> hey, remember Ice Pirates? <laughs> <laughs> we have to credit Ice Pirates in the That's in the true. Loosely inspired by the yep. opposite of Ice Pirates. <laughs> Which was Waterworld, which yeah. turned into this, which had elements of Die Hard and Birdemic. Uh, Almost 127 hours there a minute. We'll... Uh, you want to do some pros and cons? Sure. You got some? Yeah. So our buddy Brent sent us a bunch of pros and cons. Hey, Brent. Thanks, buddy. We haven't done some of these in a little while, especially these random ones. They're all pretty random. Okay. The first... I, fixed, I fixed this part, by the Good way. Good job. I have opened <laughs> a bag. While we wrote a movie. Yeah. <clears throat> you know. Oh, this has pistons. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm making an engine. Have you ever had one of those? The tiny little engines? No, I, my brother did back in the day, but I, I had didn't. some car that had a little V6 in it, and they all move when you rotate the thing. Nice. Yeah. Okay. First and first, Speedos. <laughs> Con. Unless you are an Olympic swimmer or on your way to becoming an Olympic swimmer, there's no reason for it. Have you ever worn Speedos? No. Neither have I. But when we were in Europe, if you go to like the city pool, 
Mm -hmm. you have to wear Speedos. You have to. Yeah, you're not allowed to wear board shorts. Why? There's a sign. When we lived in Belgium, they had a pool in town, and all the Americans freaked out because to go and swim in that pool, you had to be wearing a Speedo. What was the reasoning? I don't know. Because then all the uncomfortable Americans wouldn't swim in the pool. <laughs> huh. But I have no clue. I bet it's I because the the material of the <laughs> it was the pockets of the board shorts. I thought about that. The like pockets would fill up with water, and then when you get out of the pool, pool you take too much water with you. Or if and, you had like trash or something yeah, potentially, maybe. could be. I don't know. <clears throat> I never. Oops! Learned. I left my hot dog in my <laughs> pocket of my shorts. Oh, that sounded bad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I left my candy bar in the pocket of my shorts, and now it's melted in the pool. This is where I keep my uh, bottles of acid. <laughs> My board short pocket, my one pocket. <clears throat> yeah, I don't see any any reason for those. I mean, at all. I, that's just me. I used to swim a lot, and I could never. I don't know. I just never did. I wouldn't want to subject other people in the world to looking at me in a speedo. <laughs> You're welcome, world. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> um, on behalf of the world, thank you. Yeah. It says box of the month subs. Oh, like subscription boxes mm -hmm. for the. Um, I mean, so probably like meat boxes and wine boxes. Well, that's that what I'm wondering because a lot of them, like the kiwi crates and things like <clears throat> that, are you know whatever monthly periodic. Um, but yeah, let's go with that. Like the jelly of the month club. I mean, I think it's kind of fun, especially if you're into something. Like, I know um, David Picciuto was really into coffee, and they, they used to get, like, a monthly coffee subscription, mm -hmm. and it was a different type. And if you're really into coffee, you can tell the difference between Ethiopian and Eastern Ethiopian and whatever. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> so if you're into it, then getting a bunch of those, like, kind of unique variations would be kind of cool. I think it's an idea. It would introduce you to things that you might not be. Right. You may not run you into have access to. Sure. Go for it. I think they're good. Uh, I think giving those as gifts, unless it's, unless you know that somebody's really into that, that's kind of weird. Like I personally would not want to have a new jelly show up. The jelly of the month. <clears throat> Excuse me. Every month. I'm a preserves guy anyway. I'd be <laughs> yeah. upset if jelly came to my house. Yeah. That might be kind of weird. But you know, if you know that somebody's into coffee or whatever. Sure. What? What of the month subscription service could somebody get you that you would be excited about? <laughs> Lego set of the month. <laughs> right? <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be great. Um, I don't know. Like, there's some there's some collectible. I don't know the name of them. But there's some boxes that are, like, collectibles. And you can go on and check. I'm into Star Wars and into whatever comic books. Mm -hmm. And then they send you exclusive kind of collectible stuff around those subjects. That'd be kind of cool, but the only downside of that is you would end up with a whole bunch of things that are kind of display worthy, and you'd have to have yeah. a spot to display them. You know, there's some of them that are geared toward adults that have like ner nerdy shirts and stickers and yeah. things like that. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that'd be kind of cool, but probably not for a real long time. What about you? Mm, I like to cook, and um, when we had the video sponsored by who is that? The sense of food, Blue Apron, Blue Apron. I thought those were cool. That's kind of like a an of the month, but it's of the week. Yeah. So maybe not having something that's designed to actually sustain my family, like having something that is a little more special. Like, because hmm. I mean, the food was good. Like a dessert of the month or something like that? Yeah, or like some kind of cooking thing that I could make of the month with 
So I guess I'm I'm talking about Blue Apron or HelloFresh just on a spaced out time frame. Right. Something like that I think is neat because it's something I enjoy doing and I probably wouldn't have access or know about a lot of those ingredients. Yeah. Yeah, true. Something like that. Cool. Uh, Snickers. What? Snickers, like the candy bar. Pro. Right? They're good. Who doesn't like Snickers? Seriously, why would that be? How could that be a con? Snickers in the freezer? Um, I'm not sure about that. Just because I think they're a lot harder to eat. They are. The Snickers minis, like around Halloween, <clears throat> the kids aren't really fond of Snickers or they don't know the glories of a Snickers. Yeah, I think they're too So yellow. I get to have those. And so I put the little ones in the freezer hmm. and it's a lot easier to eat. Interesting. Yep. It's easier to eat? Yeah. Because if you get a full-size one, it's yeah, it's like gnawing on concrete. Yeah. But the smaller one kind of breaks into chunks. I don't know. You like it cold more mm-hmm. than... Huh. It's delightful. Have you ever had frozen grapes? No. Put Take some a handful of grapes, and mm. they have to be dry, otherwise they'll freeze together, so you can't just like rinse them off and throw them in there. Mm. But just put a few of them in the freezer, and they, they're like super cold candy. Hmm. Because they cr- the inside's basically water, so they yeah. crunch like a... Almost like a, not ice cream, but you know. Yeah. I don't know. Like a popsicle consistency? Yeah, yeah, kind of. They're good. And then depending on which grape you get, you get a different flavor. Like, I love red grapes. They're Mm -hmm. like the sweetest. It's my favorite kind. But in the freezer, green grapes, the ones that are a little bit sour, those are pretty good. It's like actual candy. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, What's this say? It says Caddyshack. (laughs) Um... As far as I can remember, pro, but I honestly don't remember a whole lot of it. It's been 20 years since I've seen Caddyshack. Yep. I think Caddyshack is one of those movies that people absolutely love and for its time was one of those like really quotable kind of one-liner movies Mm -hmm. that I used to watch on Comedy Central because it was kind of before my time, I guess. Yeah. I didn't think it was all that great. You know, it goes back to the same thing that we've actually talked about before where something hits you where you are and you equate it with that time in your life, you know? And mm-hmm. so, I mean, all sorts of movies, comedy and otherwise, are all like that where, you know, it either hits you or it doesn't hit you based on who you, you know, how old you are or what you're into at the time. Right. And that's just one of those, that whole range of movies in the 80s, like that and Fletch, like Fletch is not funny to me. People love Fletch. It's just not that type of comedy. It doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. I made an Uncle Buck reference earlier. How was Uncle Buck on that scale for you? Because it was I on... honestly don't remember okay. anything about I remember John, John Candy. Candy, but that's yeah. it. And I, I've seen it, but it just... Remember, didn't... yeah, that was a later 80s, not so really early, late 70s. Hmm. A lot hmm. of those, you know, they didn't do anything for me at the time because I was pretty young, and then I didn't ever go back and watch them again because they didn't do anything for me. So it's been so long that I don't really have a point of reference for them. But at the same time, like something like Tron, which made a huge impact on me, Mm -hmm. doesn't make an impact on other people for the exact same reason, you know? But maybe when you saw Tron as a kid, the story might not have been so enthralling. Maybe visually it kind of kept your attention. I think it, well, for that one, for me, it was both. Okay. Um... But, you know, a lot of other people saw it at the same time and didn't like it. So, so they're wrong. You know, it's cool. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Witches. 
it depends on. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't know. I guess uh, maybe What's because the- I made the stance about pirates, about how oh, I this think is pirates a- as a thing, like just like in general, pirates okay. are stupid or right. pirates are unnecessary. Like, I don't see witches and pirates in the same thing in the same vein because pirates were actually like thieves and rapists and murderers and they're glorified and witches are just like a figment. Hmm. It's a fairy tale kind I, of thing. Yeah, I don't know. I have, I would say con if I had a choice, I guess, but I don't really, I'm kind of indifferent about that. Have you seen the movie Witches? No. Ooh, that scared the mess of me when I was a kid. Really? Yeah. Wasn't it kind of like a comedic? No, that's Hocus Pocus. Oh, okay. That's different. That's what I was thinking of. No, mm-hmm. Witches is a movie obviously about witches. And they like turn uh. <laughs> the kids into like mice or rats or something. And I remember seeing it when I was a little kid and I used huh. to go to this like after school program and they, they showed it there. That's smart. Yeah. Mm, I don't know what they were thinking, but mm. not a fan of the movie witches. Like witches on Round Halloween. Like mm. I, I don't I don't care. I'm indifferent. But that movie, I don't want to watch that. Hmm. They had a baby that was being pushed off a cliff. What? In a bassinet, like, or in a stroller kind of bassinet thingy like it was back in the day. And it was just like shooting towards the cliff. And I had this aversion to anytime somebody was mean to a baby in a movie, I hated it. I remember you talking about that. I didn't. That's why Labyrinth, like, the movie Labyrinth was okay, but you're going to throw that baby up that high and be mean to the baby? Mm. Stop it, David Bowie. Or Ghostbusters 2. Willow. Willow. Witches. And that's why I didn't like that movie. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, sloppy Joes. Ooh, I like me some Sloppy Joes. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> we actually, you were talking about HelloFresh or Blue Apron earlier. Um, we had a Sloppy Joe recipe in one of those. Mm-hmm. Like, Jenny had never made Sloppy Joes for us because I thought of it as, like, just kind of junky. You know, it's like you take the worst meat that you can find and then you put sauce on it <laughs> to make it taste good. Yesterday's meatloaf is today's Sloppy Joe. So <clears throat> that's kind of what we always thought about it, I guess. But she, uh, she got this awesome recipe from whatever service that was that we used. And now we have Sloppy Joe's every couple of months. That's cool. And they're really good. It has a slaw recipe with it that was really good and unexpected as well. I convinced Tiff to make meatloaf. You convinced her? Does yeah, she, not she make- hates it. Oh, really? She had it growing up and she despises it. Huh. But I found a recipe on... Um, Maybe it was Bon Appetit, and it's like a, a meatball kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I think we're having it tonight. We may have it soon-ish, hmm. but she's not excited about it. She's going to give it a chance. So she, oh, Okay, she this hasn't tasted me. it before. I see. So if the meatball thing is a bust, then we're having some Sloppy Joes. Hmm. There you go. Was Mamwich your Sloppy Joe of choice, or did you have a like a special I think recipe? That's, that's probably, if I had it growing up, it was probably Mamwich. Or at school, and at that point, mm. it's like last month's barbecue sauce. Mm-hmm. Or something. Put it in the chili bucket. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't have any idea. We didn't have it often growing up, um, so I don't. I don't really know. I didn't have something to compare it to a whole lot. Let's talk about chili for a minute, okay? Because I think we're having chili for dinner tonight. And have we already talked about the spaghetti and the chili? We talk about that. I don't think I don't think we talked about it on the show. Okay, so when I was growing up, um, and it's a it's a regional thing, which I don't think is typically for this region of the U.S. But 
it's Midwest, like Ohio, Michigan. Yeah, I think it's a thing. little further north typically. But my mom always put spaghetti noodles in chili, and I loved it. And that was chili to me. The way she had, I don't know what she seasoned. It wasn't anything complicated. It wasn't, you know, it had a lot of tomato in it and stuff. But that was chili. And then Jenny does not like to make it with noodles. And she'll do it for me on occasion, but I got a text from her while we were recording saying, I don't have any spaghetti noodles. And I was like, oh, <laughs> that's the one thing I asked for. <laughs> but anyway, have you ever had it with noodles in it? Uh, I had it at your mom's house. Oh. See, she made it for you. She made it in a big in a big pot. Mm. That's and good. then I came home and it was, or I, when I lived with your mom for that time, I lived with your mom and dad while Tiff was selling the RV. Yeah, she had made it one night and I, I was confused. <laughs> Um, did did you make two foods? Yeah, and I, I get where Jenny's coming from because I mean we're both from Florida, and that is a midwestern kind of thing. Yeah. But know. what did you think of it after you had it? Not your thing. It didn't. It didn't add anything to it. Hmm. It seemed unnecessary. Like you, the, um, yeah, you. It didn't really add much flavor. Yeah, it doesn't add any flavor to it. It's more just a. I think it's like a thickness because it could be because it's like a the, chili. Maybe if it was elbow macaroni, and not spaghetti. Yeah, you could see that. Which, taste wise, should make absolutely no difference. Like that's chili mac, which is a thing. And then just chili putting mac. Yeah, you're chili. Well, I guess you're too busy with your spaghetti noodles. But if you put elbow macaroni in, it becomes chili mac. But you put spaghetti in your chili. And there's chiligetti. It's spaghetti. 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 Yeah. Oh, this is the ejector seat. I was trying to figure out why this thing is. That's cool. That's cool. Wow. Okay. Huh. Well, yeah, I think it's a thickness thing because, like, a lot of the chili that Jenny makes is very. It's not soupy. Like a soup? But it's wetter. Mm -hmm. Whereas the chili that my mom made growing up was like a. <clears throat> is more pasty, I guess. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how to say that without it sounding super disgusting. But it's not like a like a casserole consistency. No, no it's more like a. It's mm, thicker. Yeah, it's just thicker. What about Frito bake? Did you put Fritos in it, or did I, you have no time to put Fritos because all the spaghetti noodles? Were yeah, in we didn't put Fritos in it growing up, um, but I have since then, and it's good. I don't want to eat chili if there's no Fritos around. Really? Yeah. Well. They go together. Hmm. So we had this thing. We would always have saltine crackers on the table when we had chili growing up. Yep, that's the thing. <clears throat> and um, I would, I mean, it was like a running joke in our house. My mom was always like, don't crush the crackers into the chili. And my mom was never like big on like manners. I mean, like we were well-mannered, but she wasn't a stickler for stuff like that. Mm -hmm. She was just like, be polite. You know? But she was always like, make a big deal about us crushing our, our crackers in the soup. Or in the chili. Like, she would say, stick them in there, cover them with chili, and then break them up with your spoon. And it was a... Oh, just not doing it, like, in your Yeah, hand. in your hands. It was a, okay. like, you need to learn how to eat in front of people so that you're not the disgusting kid, you know, that my kids are to everybody else. <clears throat> and so, as soon as she would, like, get up to get something or turn around or, like, sneeze, <laughs> everybody would grab crackers, all four of my dad included. All four of us would grab our crackers and just crunch them in our hand. <laughs> Dump them in, and she would always like just roll her eyes, like I told you, I told you, and it just became this running joke. And so, not too long ago, my parents were over here eating chili, 
And I was like, hey, kids, check this out. <laughs> Let me tell you a story. I'm an adult. She can't do anything to me now. So I, she I just, just, she just laughed. Family member, tell me I was eating biscuits and gravy wrong when I was a kid. What? Mm-hmm. That, uh, that you didn't rip it up like that and then put it down and then put the gravy over the top rather than just putting two biscuits or put a biscuit on a plate, pour gravy over top of it. Like it's some type of savory cinnamon roll. And I did it like that. And she was like, no, that is not how you do it. And she's like, you pick up the biscuit, you open it up, you rip it into chunks, put it down in salad, you know, <laughs> chunk form. Bread and salad. then you pour the gravy over top of that. Huh. And she was very adamant. And I could not understand why. And I don't get it. And to this day, like, I'm completely indifferent. Like, I was... But I've heard that from people. That's like, weird. Yeah, I, I think so, that. too. I am also not really big on biscuits and gravy. Really? I like biscuits. Hmm. Like, that kind of... I like gravy, like, uh, turkey, mashed potato type gravy. Brown gravy. Is that what that is? This is a pro... This was a pro and con that I wrote down a while ago about gravy in general. So okay. let's dive into gravy. <laughs> There's a title. Yep. Let's dive into gravy. Uh, although the the phone demic is a pretty good mm. one too. Anyway, um, I yeah I like brown gravy I guess over mashed potatoes and stuff. But like the gray gravy is that what it's called? Gray? What you, well, what? Ew. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like biscuit sausage gravy? gravy. Sausage gravy. Okay. It's gray though. Pepe no, it's not. Yeah, it is. Ew. It's, it's gray. White. No, it's not white. It's white with pepper in it. It's black and white gravy. If you're having gray gravy, <laughs> this is probably why you don't like it. Maybe. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's gray. I've never seen, like, white gravy. It's, like, well, it's flour-based. So you cook sausage in a pan, and it's basically, like, a light roux. So you cook sausage in a pan. I don't know what that is. Okay. It's well, a street in French. I'm a wee. <laughs> you cook sausage. Okay. You take the sausage out. Mm -hmm. All the fond, all the little sticky, burnt-on bits in the bottom of the pan mm -hmm. with the grease. Yeah. You lightly dust some flour over that. The flour and the grease and the fat all come together and make a roux, like uh, what you would make jambalaya with. So that right there, I'll, just pause. Mm -hmm. That sounds completely disgusting, and that's why when I don't want gravy. When you say the words, yes, but when you put it on your tongue, it's different. And then you slowly add milk and pepper, and that's why it's white. And again, it's not white. if it's gray. Maybe it's off-white. It's not white. I'll give you that. But gray is not off-white. <laughs> Actually, it, it kind of is. Yeah. When you're in tucking and cooking terms, gray is not a shade that you should be imbibing, sir. I agree. That's why I don't like it. I mean, that's, that's not why, but that is one Jenny of the and I got to have a talk about making gray gravy. But she doesn't make that kind. That's the thing. That's she, good. She, <laughs> no one should. She makes brown gravy, which I like. She I don't really like other kind of gravy. Like, if I have mashed potatoes, I don't want to put gravy on it. I don't always. Like, it's not like I would, I, I'm not going to eat this without gravy. But if it's around, it kind of adds a little thing to it. But I really like mashed potatoes with a lot of butter. Mm -hmm. I don't like butter, typically. Like, I don't ever, ever put butter on anything. But, you know, something like when you make biscuits, putting butter into the biscuit mix or into the mashed you potatoes. Put, you put butter on a biscuit? Nope. Gravy never what? No, it's just, That's like a waste of stuff. It's Man. like, I want to just eat the biscuit. I don't care about wiping gross butter. Ugh. Melted butter is good. What's the difference? Uh, it's like the cold pastiness of it. Mm. It just doesn't, okay. it doesn't have any flavor. It, it has, for me, it has flavor once it's melted. So mm. 
Okay. It just, it's kind of like, what's the point of wiping this like yellowish white paste fat. that doesn't really, yeah, it's just, it, it doesn't have a flavor. Man, an unbuttered anyway. biscuit. That's like. You sound like Tavin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's like eating uh, like uh, modeling clay. <laughs> what? No, it's that not. That sounds extremely un. Not even. I'm thirsty now. Just talking about eating a butter without biscuit or a, a biscuit without butter on. It, I'm sorry. Yeah, that makes me thirsty. Oh. That's like you're trying to like when we were doing grout upstairs. Mm-hmm. You know when you put a little bit of water in the grout. That is what an unbuttered biscuit is to me. Hmm. You're choking down. I just oh, man. But see, the butter would be like it wouldn't help that butter and honey. Honey, I'm with you on honey. Honey on a biscuit, fantastic. Hmm. Yeah, but butter just never does anything. I mean, I'm I'm not one to like really season stuff anyway. Like hmm. I never put salt or pepper or butter or. Well, Jenny's doing it right. I get, I never have my entire hmm. life. It's just like it's hmm. extra effort that's not really <laughs> going to make that much of a difference. So just eat the food. Like I'm maybe a little too practical when it comes to that. But. There's a restaurant in Paris that I went to because they had the world alleged, the world's best mashed potatoes and gravy or mashed potatoes. They didn't have gravy on it. And it was a one to two ratio of potato to butter. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> that's and crazy. it was like, is there the best in the whole world? I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, come on. It's the world's best butter with mashed potato sprinkles. Right. So when you come over for Christmas Eve dinner, mm-hmm. There will probably, maybe, not, I don't even know who's bringing, if anybody, making mashed potatoes. But I'm not going to eat gravy. And I probably would forget to put it out if not for other people. Hmm. If they go to a restaurant and they're like, oh, do you want gravy? No, I don't want gravy. That sounds gross. It sounds gross. It's, it's because I think it's like the Kool-Aid of food. It's not like unless you make gravy like I was talking about, like you cook some meat and you cook some whatever, yeah. like that brown stuff. Just seems like liquid plastic. I know that they're not cooking if that's beef gravy or whatever. Like they're not actually making gravy. Hmm. So that seems, and it's in a little packet, and the little packet thing seems unappetizing. And so that seems like savory, thick Kool Aid. (laughs) That's that's super disgusting. Yeah. (laughs) Or like chocolate pudding that's really runny, savory beef pudding. Oh, gross. Runny beef pudding. (laughs) That's. That's yeah. very, very disgusting. Yucky. Okay. <clears throat> uh, green ketchup. I didn't know that was a thing. That was a thing for a little while. It was a fad that... Is it just from green tomatoes? No, it, Heinz came out with it. They had a line of like purple and green ketchup. Those two colors I remember. They may have been more. What? So it was just the color? Just a gimmick. Oh, well. No other reasoning. Con. It seems yep. like a... Like a really poorly thought out marketing thing. I know what'll get them, Larry. Yeah. They're probably bored with the color of ketchup. That's why they're not eating it anymore. Ketchup sales are down. What should we do? I don't hmm. know. Turn it a color? I don't Brilliant. know. What's one of the grossest colors that we can make food? <laughs> well, you know they made a brown one. Oh, and they're like, that yeah. looks too gross like brown gravy. <laughs> like, You're right, Dave. <laughs> Gray ketchup. That's where we're going. Gray ketchup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say con on, on that one. Uh, oh, stop. Um, regular names for pets, like people names. Oh, I think that's awesome. Really? Pro. Yeah. Awesome. Well, you're awesome. emphatic about it. Okay. 
Yeah, I think it's great. I think people try too hard to, I mean, us included, like, you know, to come up with clever or like, I'm going to name my dog Banana Man because I can't name a kid that, so I'm going to name my dog that. <laughs> but it's so cool when you meet a cat or a dog that's named like Steve. It's just fantastic. It's just, What about the cats that have like a uh, knightlyhood? They're like, this is Sir, sir, yeah. sir something, something, something. There's one that's... um. There's a cat online, I don't know if it's still alive or not, but it's super ugly, like squished face gross, and it's <laughs> its name was Princess Monster Truck. <laughs> Princess what? Monster Truck. <laughs> and the kids always laugh about it. They're like, oh, yeah, you look like Princess Monster Truck. <laughs> uh, no, I, I think that's great. Do you have an opinion? On I it? honestly don't care one way or another. <laughs> I wonder why people are still naming their people people names. Their people people names? Like if you have a baby... And you're like, well, this baby's name is Tom or Jack. I'm like, yeah, that's neat. Why not go the other way? Spot. Yeah. <laughs> there was a guy. I mean, on, we kind of did that, and people laughed at us for and some of our kids' they're names. They're neat names. Yeah, I like them. They're clever. But if you named them, like, this is Cricket. This is my son. Actually, I know somebody named Cricket. Really? Yeah. That's a cool name. I just thought that. So like, that they neat. have, there's four kids in the family. Um, Elijah, Cricket, Sparrow, and Juniper. Hmm. We were going to use Juniper, and she was born maybe six months before our daughter, mm. and so we didn't, we couldn't use it. They're close friends, so I mean, we could have, but you know, all of my animals have had. I mean, I've had uh, three dogs, and they've all had people names that I chose. Oh yeah, yeah. But I mean, what is a dog name though? Yeah, I That's think. Hard. Yeah, <clears throat> Bark Brownie <laughs> Harry P. <laughs> I don't know. I I mean, like, so we had, um, we had a hammer. We had a dog named Hammer, but it actually wasn't named after a hammer. Named MC Hammer? No. It's, so his, his dad's name, our friend Tiffany had the mother. Mm -hmm. The mother got pregnant from a local dog named Hammer, which is this giant lab, real big, cool lab. And then, and he was a chocolate lab. And so when the litter came out, they were, a mix of uh, chocolate, black, and blonde labs. Mix, you know, not pure labs. <clears throat> so we got the two that were the blonde. Sydney, who we still have, and Hammer. And when he was born, he was so light that he looked like a hamster. Because hmm. he didn't have, like, dark hair. So he kind of looked bald. Yeah. He was all wet and gross. And so our friend Tiffany started calling him Hamster. And then, I didn't want to call a dog Hamster. Um, but since the dad was named Hammer, it just felt like, turned into that that works you know but it was kind of weird that i would name a dog hammer and it not actually be after a hammer true you know but you can name a hammer and go but not that kind of hammer not that hammer <laughs> you have to say that <clears> that's on his collar <laughs> but she uh she would name still does name her pets all sorts of crazy names she had a cat with three legs yeah and his name was yard kitty Yard kitty? Yard kitty, because okay. it's three feet in a yard. So it was... <laughs> <laughs> that's super clever. I know. Clever. It took me a while, oh, too. That's so good. And this, I met Tiffany, right? Uh, yeah, I think She's so. clever. She is clever. We can be friends. Yeah. That's good. She's, she's <laughs> had a bunch of crazy names for Ooh. pets. <laughs> All right, what else? All right, we're at like 56 minutes in. Let's okay. do one more. Um, adult coloring books. <laughs> I mean, I don't have a strong opinion, but I'm a little torn because 
at first I'm like, well, that seems kind of dumb. But at the same time, like we're sitting here building Legos because it's fun to have something physical to do with your hands. And like sure. if somebody wants to color and enjoy the coloring process, sure. Nothing wrong with it. I feel like I would get frustrated with it. Why? I don't know. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Because Tiff likes to color. So she colors with the kids. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. This is the first time I've actually sat and thought about coloring. Not much of my day thinks about coloring. <laughs> I heard you talking about it before. Uh, Don't act like that. But yeah, I I get really impatient. And I think coloring to me is it takes too long and mm. it's inconsistent. I do not like to color with crayons. So if I was coloring one of those books. Because of it, the inconsistency? Yes. Gotcha. And because they don't stay sharp, like I can't, you can sharpen a crayon if you get the I mean, mega ultra pack. I, I don't know. Depending if you use it right, you sharpen it as you use it. Just want to throw uh, that out there. Sure. You do. You can. Well, I don't like crayons. So if I was going to color in any kind of coloring book, oh, that's wrong. It would have to be color pencils. But those things, I've seen them because Tiffany's grandmother, um, started to get some, I guess, to kind of keep her mind and stuff going. Mm -hmm. And they're beautiful looking. I mean, they have the potential, I guess, to be beautiful because it's just a bunch of line yeah. art. But like, man, but they're it not like simple it drawings. takes a long time. Well, it's kind of like how much you want to put into it, like how detailed that you want the color variation and stuff to be. I could see that. Yeah. It seems like I don't have the patience for that. I think the thing that I would have a problem with, like it'd be fun for a few minutes, but then I would want to, like, well, I should just draw something. Like, I'm just mm. using lines that are already there. Like, I should make my own thing and then color that. That'd be kind of cool. There's a whole group of people on Instagram that take, like, kids' coloring books and they put the colors in, like, adult situations. They'll draw extra little pieces to them oh. and just put them in as, like, you know, not dirty or gross, but just, like, situations that they may never find themselves in. Like, mm. here's Ariel as, like, a, a superhero. Huh. Yeah. They add stuff. Yep. That's cool. <clears throat> yeah, I feel like I don't have the patience for that. And it, I guess it goes back to that, like, does this have an end? Like, I'm not going to hang this up on the refrigerator. You could. I suppose. I mean, we can make an, a wall spot down here for you to hang your pictures up if it, uh, if that'll give you a, <laughs> something to work I think towards. even with that really enticing uh, incentive. <laughs> well, the offer stands. Okay. That'll be that'll be our, our next week's video. <laughs> okay. When we're, we're scraping the barrel <laughs> for content, uh, we're going to make a board to display Josh's crayon drawings. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I had the patience for adult coloring books. I think they're neat. That's neat. Hooray. I'll give them as gifts, but hmm. I would not be excited to get one of those. I would re-gift it to someone who is mm. in need of a coloring book. Gotcha. I did the, the puzzles and the little anagrams and those kind of things in the coloring books. The stuff in between coloring right. the pictures, yeah. I did those things. Gotcha. I had a bunch of those little books. Um, I still have the Voltron. I should do that Voltron book. Mm -hmm. I have. It's like all, I mean, you can color it, but it's all puzzles and stuff. And I had Transformer ones. I love those things. And we would always get the, um, like when we would drive on trips, we would stop at rest stops and like maybe Cracker Barrel on occasion. And they would get the little books with the invisible ink. Do you ever get those? Mm -hmm. The one that had that one kind of marker. Yeah, it's a weird like yellow green yeah. marker or something. Yeah, we would do those a lot. I guess just on trips. But. All right, we'll do one more. Ooh, We're over an hour. It's the Christmas more? special. 
I guess. Just one more. I he he sent me some too, so we'll go for it. Pick one. Um, pet clothing. Oh. <laughs> I'm not gonna complain about people who put clothes on their pets because this is again one of the, kind of like the lizard. Like I just don't know enough about a pet, but it's covered in hair, and so we have. Yeah. I've had a gigantic boxer who was like an 80 pound boxer, and now I have like a 10 pound, probably more than a beagle. And so when he goes outside and it's cold here, he comes back in and he's shivering. I'm like, man, you're a dog. I'm like, but you're a tiny dog. Well, but you're not covered in fat. You're not like a a moose or some type of elk. So I'm pretty sure you are cold. But how would you have survived without Target having some cute (laughs) dog shirt? Man, domesticated dogs are far past that. They, They can't. So then is it a necessity or is it vanity? I'm it's, confused. It's vanity. I mean, we, we, it's not vanity. It's is just. Is the type of shirt vanity or is it the fact that your dog <laughs> needs to have clothes on? The type of shirt. Yeah. I mean, belly shirts on a dog. That's ridiculous. A cardigan for a dog. That's ridiculous. A hoodie seems unnecessary. It was covered. Maybe. I mean, they, their ears, you know, the further out in your body you go, the harder time you have like keeping heat. Mm-hmm. And if the dog has long ears, it's. To flop out and they're real thin, they probably lose a lot of heat. Hoodie kind of makes sense. I've seen the little dog shoes till they cover their paws when the concrete is hot. That's just, I mean, okay. Well, I get that because I don't want to walk on the hot, well, and that yeah, stuff is like but... crazy hot. Or if you're doing a lot of trail running, or it's the same thing if they're in the snow, like for people who have hunting dogs, it looks silly, but a part of me is like, maybe that's functional and mm. not just, excuse me, like aesthetic and silly. Maybe. So I'm confused by it. Yeah. I don't have enough experience. We need to get a veterinarian on this show to give us an expert <laughs> opinion on dogs. Totally. <laughs> that seems worthwhile. Yep. Uh, I, I missed a step, and now it's too far gone. Oh, man. Uh-oh. I've, I've messed up. Wait. Uh, it might be all right. All right. Um, you got anything else? Nope. I think we're good. I'm definitely not going to finish this today. Oh, yeah. Me neither. Yeah. Uh, although... My bags, number one, are getting low. How many bag number twos do you have? Three. Of course. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> All right. Well, everybody, um, have a great Christmas. Yeah. And we will see you sometime in the new year. Sometime? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Have Thanks. a good Christmas. You too, buddy. Thanks. See you guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.